All right, yo. First episode, Alex and Koku. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the podcast that's been highly requested oh, that we're finally putting out. So let's just talk real quick how this happened. How how this was conceived. How this was conceived. So I, just background on us. We met... What was it? It was like last year, probably. I think it's probably around last year. Last, yeah. probably around this time, honestly. Yeah, the around homie, like uh, homie Daniel mm-hmm. connected us. Met at Starbucks, Starbucks in German Village, <laughs> and ended up ended up kicking it. Yeah, yeah, ended up kicking it. Mm-hmm. I think I think honestly, the first time probably like we've talked about like anything, just like a long conversation was um, when we were at Stoff's, yeah. Stoff's Coffee Shop. And I think it was just us two. And we we're talking about like just college and music, like how we first got inter- introduced to music, like our favorite artists. Yeah. Um, I think you were talking about, we we're both talking about how our like our connection with Drake, um, yeah. J. Yeah. Cole, um, different artists we grew up listening to. Um where we grew up. So I think that was like, honestly, the first, I guess, instance. Yeah. Of and we're, we're both Maryland boys. Both Maryland boys, East Coast, <laughs> DMV. Now, now in Ohio. Now in Ohio. How old is that? What are the chances? Crazy. Crazy. You Do you ever think we cross paths? Like in Maryland? Maybe. Just one day? Maybe. Did you ever, so did you ever, uh, maybe it was at the, the, the sport authority at, uh, security square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe so. Do, do you remember the Eastern, Eastern Motors commercials? Yes. Eastern Motors. <laughs> classic. They were absolute classics. Oh my God. Yo. And I, I never noticed, like, I'm, it sounds like dumb now, but like in retrospect, it's called Eastern Motors. But I never saw that commercial again until like I no. I never I was like I was like well, I, I, I could have sworn somebody shared uh somebody shared one of the Easter Motors commercials on Twitter one day mm-hmm. and I was like yo I forgot this is iconic <laughs> do you all the way back <laughs> oh man well we just finished up a going through our like top twenty five Kanye songs of yeah. all time mm-hmm. we did like a two-day instagram live four-hour two-day extravaganza four <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my gosh it was amazing because people were commenting some some ways they felt about the songs we put um and a- asking questions that i feel like most of the people who are in there had the same um same answers that we had yeah so it was really interesting like just sharing those thoughts together yeah and like we kind of finished that up probably just hype that we're finished but also Mm -hmm. just like hype off the conversation and you hit me and we're like yo when's the podcast dropping (laughs) and i like i had a i had a podcast going for like a little bit and uh I loved it. Like it was such a cool experience, but also there's like, I had a lot of pressure on myself to just like mm-hmm. 
kind of edit it, make it perfect. Mm-hmm. And coming into this, I was like, yo, one, let's do it. Yes. But also like, let's just, let's just be ourselves and whatever, whatever comes of it, comes of it. Whatever so, happens, happens. I'm a... Uh, I'm excited, man. Alex and Koku, season it's, one, it's episode gonna be, one. <laughs> ooh, episode one, season one. There's going to be more seasons. Believe that. Yo, we are out here about to be like like the new friends, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be hot. That's going to be hot. <laughs> I like that. Well, yo, you, you hit me. You said, yo, first, first topic should be our favorite underrated artist. Yes. I, I, I love this because there's so many different artists out there. Yeah. So many um, different styles that, 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 that they, they put into hip hop and right. they get noticed and people like adapt that style, but right. still that main person doesn't get enough shine. And I feel like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Well, yo, I've been listening. I've been like, after we finished the Kanye series, I, uh, I switched gears Ooh. And was just starting to listen to like all the random stuff that I hadn't had a chance to check out yet. For sure. And one of the biggest projects that I've been listening to recently and someone I would consider to be an underrated artist is uh, Peter Cottontail, his uh-huh. new album, Catch. Uh, mm. And if you don't know Peter Cottontail... I <laughs> was part of a part of chance the rappers social experiment band mm. uh, plays i want to say plays keys uh in the social experiment um and i had been kind of tracking with him just from some of the early chance music uh back from like acid rap mm-hmm. and uh as chance got more into like kind of the gospel music route uh yeah. it seemed like some of his uh some of the boys that he came up with were also starting to do more in that vein yeah, yeah. so peter cottontail just put out this uh this gospel record called catch uh and it's crazy bro like it's uh it's almost like what what jesus is king wanted to be (laughs) (laughs) but it's like you get all these uh all these dope 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 artists on it from uh like chances on it uh pj morton uh yeba john batiste uh who else man uh third story grace weber like aaron allen kane are these all chicago artists or just Uh, artists all over most, I would say, like, they tend to fall kind of more in the, like, Chicago, uh, more in the Chicago space. But, like, Jamila Woods is on the on the, okay. on the record. Like, Are you talking? Kirk Franklin, uh, Fred oh. Hampton. So it's, uh, it's a lot of, like, just cool different sounds on there. And it doesn't sound like you're – there are a few, like, traditional gospel mm-hmm. tracks, but uh, – there's also just like a lot of really cool like juke sounds on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so this was a this was made to be a gospel album. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, th- I think that's like one of the problems with um, Jesus is King. Like, there was a whole other album that he just like morphed into a gospel album, which right, right. made it sound weird. So, seeing this actually being a gospel album from the ground up, something I definitely want to listen to. 
Yeah, bro. I, I mean, like, it's been, uh, it's been one of those records that I've had just, I'll throw it on, like, when I'm getting ready in the morning. Uh, if I'm, like, kind of just working on something during the day, just mm-hmm. throw that on on the background. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of, like, really fun, like, vocal moments on there. Uh, one of my favorite groups that's on the album is a uh, third story um who like they they're actually like i don't think they're like making like any more new music um but they are a they're a trio uh and there are a few like chants like snl performances that they actually sing uh they sing background on mm-hmm. and they have like a number of different YouTube covers out there, but they had come through Columbus uh, like a few months after I first moved here. And uh, Elizabeth and I got to go see them live. And they're just like, they're just vocally just seems insane. And so mm. it was fun to like hear, they just fit so well on these tracks, especially with that, with that gospel vibe. So uh Yo, it's a it's a fun, it's a really fun project. So this whole group seems like I'm not a group, but like these all these artists seem like very underrated because I haven't heard most of the people you're mentioning. Yeah, man. I mean, like I feel like I've gotten to know uh, a number of them. It's sort of like Chance is the the uh, like the the open to mm-hmm. just like this huge like room of like all these different uh mm-hmm. all these different like Chicago artists and just like uh and some of them are you know maybe not from Chicago but yeah. have similar sounds to uh like I think PJ Morton I can't remember where he's from but Grace Weber I think she's from like somewhere weird like Wisconsin or something <laughs> uh but she making she, cheese <laughs> right <laughs> she a cheese head but she a cheese head <laughs> shout out Wayne she, she opened up for uh she opened up for third story when they played in Columbus and she did this crazy uh she covered uh that Daniel Caesar track um from What's his first album? The one with um, like Streetcar and stuff. Uh, second album. Um, Freudian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, he she covered. We find I think it was We Find Love. Oh yeah, that's because like that's like a gospel song. Like yeah. that was kind of like a cover of a gospel song. Yeah, so. She covered, uh, she covered We Find Love, but then in the middle, switched it over to uh, the Donnie McClurkin, mm. We Fall Down. And, we get up. Oh my gosh. And like the crowd, just because that the venue was so like small, like there were a few like folks in the crowd that I could tell had like sung in a gospel choir at some point. The vocals came out. (laughs) Oh, the harmonizing was crazy. Hilarious. But it was just like, that was one of the like best concert moments that I've had. Oh yeah. Like she's got, Grace Weber's got a lot of really, uh, really dope tracks out there on the the internet. 
Um, so yeah, this is like a, it's, it's like a record of just like underrated, uh, you know, maybe underappreciated artists that, uh, I think a lot of people would enjoy. So is, is Peter Cottontail, is he spinning on it or just playing instrument or singing? I want to say he's primarily just like producing kind of just bringing all these it's like a pseudo dj khaled kind of yeah, role because that's what, <laughs> like um what donnie trump had to with surf yeah exactly yeah, 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 so yeah. it's like a very uh it was it was almost like you know chance had his moment donnie uh-huh. trump had his moment and now uh, peter you know peter peter's got this record that they just like invested a lot of uh a lot of time energy yeah, musical yeah, yeah. talent into yeah you got some big names on there. Yeah, bro. What you uh right. what you been thinking about, man? I got I I uh, let me see. I'm gonna start off with um this artist, West Coast art West Coast artist named Blue. Yes. Blue Blue is one of my was one of my favorite. I guess he still is because I still listen to his stuff a lot. Um yeah. but I think he gained prominence probably around the mid 2000s when yeah. he released um Below the Heavens. With um his producer Exile, yeah, yeah, and I think I first heard that album in, I'm gonna say, 2011 or 10 when I was in okay. high school, and I talked about this before. Like that was like my prime hip hop blog era days. Where yes, I would spend hours just looking at blogs, like looking at um all these artists, all these right, different right. sounds and music like that. So I came across this artist named Blue because I think I saw him. He was going to be in this like one super group called the All All City Chess Club. Yes, it was a, yes. it was a super group of like Lupe Fiasco, J Cole, Asher Roth was in that. Asher Roth, Dickie Simmons. Like, yes, I was like, bro. Oh. I was like, let me listen to all these artists and see like if I'm going to like this group. So I, I see this artist named Blue. Of course, I've already heard of Asher Roth, J Cole, Dickie. Right, right. So I was like, oh, who's this Blue guy? So I see him like, oh snap! Like he's spit, he's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go look at Below the Heavens and I'm like, it literally blows me away because he talks about so many, so many different concepts that as a teenager, mm. I was like, oh, this is hitting me hard. Yeah. About yeah, like yeah. about like about like girls, about like not having a lot of money, but still trying to look cool. Hey. About just being like a regular guy. Yeah. So I was hearing it's like, oh, this guy's rocking. I do a little more research. He's like, oh, he's a he was an XXL freshman. So this guy, he's, he's getting his credit. He's getting his love. Right, right. He starts dropping like other like EPs and um, albums, mixtapes. Then he starts like kind of fade to obscurity. Yeah. And it's sad because like he's a, he has a lot of talent, but it's hard to keep that talent like as a fresh XSL freshman, like the early 2000s or the mid 2000s. Right. Yeah. I remember, uh, I remember hearing about, uh, hearing about Blue kind of during those like early yeah early mixtape days yeah and uh i never i never got super into him i definitely had like a few of his songs on my ipod yeah uh but yeah bro i know there's a lot of like i always see on twitter like a lot of just like love and people like bringing up blue when it comes to like hip-hop competition because <laughs> below the heavens is probably top 10 underground collab albums I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say top ten underground albums in general because oh, right. it, it was a the perfect project of just of just production from Exile and just straight 
hip hop bars from um Blue. Yeah. But um he he just released a project, I think last year with Exile again, because they haven't been working together, but they just released they they released Underground Makes the World Go Round. So boom, it's like underground artists. <laughs> and it was fire. Just yeah. a revival of that of that um below the heavens vibe that I that I love so much as a as a teenager and still do right, now. right. I gotta check it. Yeah, for sure, man. I gotta check it. Is it he's him? He he's fallen off, I guess, in the sense of like he's not getting as much traffic as he used to get. Right. But I feel like in terms of artists around that time who were huge, but then kind of just disappeared, he's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah. Because um, like. Like Charles Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he had his buzz, but he's dropped yeah. pretty dramatically. Um, you got people like, I was going to say Currency, but Currency is still doing fire. Yeah, him and, um, him and Freddie love, Gibbs. I love Currency, dude. Yeah. Freaking, <laughs> uh, Pilot Talk 1. <laughs> Oh my god! It was like quintessential like projects for like quintessential bro for like, for like people getting into hip hop like that. Those I think like life under the scope, uh, <laughs> breakfast. This amazing. He's, oh my god! He's and it's, the, uh, <laughs> what is that? He's got a line on there on breakfast like, uh, you know. Xbox 2K, uh, play an 82 game season, <laughs> no losses, like spitting, not leaving, something like that. Like Ooh. he had some, he had some, uh, dude, he had some bars. On he had record, bars. <laughs> I, I remember. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if it was his mixtape, Back to the Feature, or something like that. Yeah, but it was yeah. it was him, it was him, Wale, and J Cole on the track. Yeah. And I love Jacob Wallace's verse so much, but I always used to skip Currency's verse because it was so trash. <laughs> Back to that feature was that uh that Wale. That was a Wale project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So it was Wale's project, but, um, but it had all the uh, it had all those Ninth Wonder beats on. There. Oh, was it? Yeah, bro. Like oh every, my. I think every track on there. For the most part, is produced by Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder. Oh, I'm on. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go back and go through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, bro, it's it's awesome. Yeah, he had a wordplay with Currency and Trey. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa, that's a wild track. Oh anytime, anytime Trey songs, I track like goosebumps. <laughs> Yo, I don't even know if it was. I don't even know if it was Trey songs. It's like Trey T R E. Oh, <laughs> you know him. <laughs> That's my cousin Trey. Yeah. <laughs> he might be out. He might be out slinging chicken sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Trey might be an underrated artist. Hold up. We might have to add him to the list. <laughs> Speaking of, not to go deeper into this, uh, back to the feature track list. But <laughs> the third song is "Chillin'," featuring Lady Gaga. Ooh, that's the song that put Wale on the map. Gaga on the beat, bro. <laughs> that's a random feature, though. Crazy. Who set that up at Interscope? Who was like, no, right. we need Wale and Gaga together. Like, yo, she's starting to, you know, she's starting to flare up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> might need to, might need to get her, bro. <laughs> get her the song of Wale. Wow. Oh my god. 
That is random. All right, who who else you got on your underrated list? So uh, I'm just kind of going off of like stuff that I've been listening to recently. Uh, Okay. uh, One of the projects I was listening to over the weekend uh, was by Ayla Hale, I think is her name. Mm. Uh, E-L-A-H, last name Hale, H-A-L-E. And the project is called Room 206 EP. Um, and I was doing some like, just a little bit of research. Cause I was just listening to the project and was like, yo, this sounds, this sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, it was like pretty, it's like all pretty chill. There were some acoustic sounds on there. Uh, but still got like that, just, you know, cool girl R and B vibe. Uh, but she was, uh, actually cast in the, uh, New York Fashion Week Yeezy season two show. So she's like randomly <laughs> in the fashion show in some like some Yeezy, some Yeezy garb. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know like, too much. Like the one in, like the one in 2016? Uh, when was that? The year 2015. 2015. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. W- was she an artist like back then or she's just like a model for that? I. Sounds like she was 15 years old. Oh, just, uh, on a somehow, like imagine, imagine shooting for Yeezy, then go to school the next week, right? Yo, <laughs> go to your like, algebra. Yo, she must have just like seen it on like Twitter or something and just been like, yo, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go check this out. I'm gonna and check it out. See what is, see what's good. So she just like hopped on a bus what? and ended up being like cast in the show. Uh, was it that easy? Apparently, bro. <laughs> apparently, they must have liked the way she looked or whatever. And escape her. It's crazy. Damn. Crazy. Oh, I was so, slacking. That's just a fun, like you know, fun little, fun little anecdote about her. A little, little tidbit. Uh, yeah. Okay. But she's a New Yorker. Uh, she's yeah. Not, like, she's. Yeah, she's got she's got dope sounds. It was like a uh over the weekend I was like, yo, I'm gonna just I there's a lot of like women artists that I haven't listened to in a while. Yeah. Or, you know, haven't had a haven't had a day where like they were all I was listening to. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, bro. I, I kinda went through and threw on like lemonade early in the day. <laughs> Uh, had on uh, some Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay. Uh, Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Uh, finally listened through the full like Fiona Apple album, mm-hmm. and then uh, threw on this Ela Hale uh, EP, and was like, "Yo, this is this is vibey. This is nice." How did you find her? Was it just like a artist that popped up? Did I go through? I don't. What uh? What streaming platform do you use? Primarily? Spotify. Spotify. So I'm a team Apple music and, (laughs) (laughs) and so like every Friday when, uh, every Friday when the new music drops, I Mm. will, uh, I'll typically go through and just see like, which, uh, either like if there's some artists that have dropped music that like I'm into and want to check out. Yeah. Or, like if there's some cool cover art 
I'll be like, yo, maybe I, should, maybe I should check this project out. So this was one where like the the cover for the EP is kind of like this claymation yeah, figure yeah. of her. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that looks tight. And so, uh, yeah, like definitely the the sound like matched the art, which is always like a, that's the goal. It's a plus. So, yeah. She's, start, she's I'm going to start bro. doing that now. Cause I, I never, I usually never go through the like new releases tab yeah. on any like streaming service. I always just like, if it pops up, I'll go like check it out. But you know, I feel like that's a way to get open to new music. Yeah. And it's, I mean, like I'll usually like download a bunch of, a bunch of stuff and a lot of which like I never go back to, <laughs> uh, but there's a, you know, I like to, at least like populate some some new stuff into the feed every yeah. uh, you know once a week and and try and like listen listen to it as I can. But, I feel yeah, you. Bro. I feel you. Which uh, what you got on your end, man? All right, I'm I'm gonna go back again. Uh, throw an artist out. Take me back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> give you a little lower a little bit of a throwback to I think it's 2015. This is like my freshman, sophomore year of college. Yes. My homeboy, Corey, comes up to me. Shout out, Corey. Shout out, Corey. He's like, yo, have you heard of this artist? Now, Corey, he listens to a lot of trap. Okay. A lot of trap. A lot of, like, a lot of Travis Scott when he's coming up. A lot of Chief Keef. Yeah. A lot of of those artists. So I'm worried. (laughs) The thing is... Here's the thing. Are you... uh... I know you're like, I know you're like a hip hop guy. Are you? I don't want to be labeled that. I don't no, want to no, be, not, I don't want to be not labeled. Like a, not like a, I don't look at you as like a closed minded, like hip hop uh-huh. kind of guy. It's more <laughs> like you have, like you enjoy like the jazz sounds and like. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, uh, how do you feel about trap music now? Oh, I think around that time is when I was starting to open up. Like, because okay. before, like, two years before then, I was like, I was like, oh no, how could you listen to Young Thug? I'm a stoner. I'm a stoner. No, yeah. turn that off. Yeah, I went through Mickey, that. Yeah. Macaroni time, turn that off. <laughs> Little Dirk, turn it off. <laughs> but now, like, of course, I, I love it. It's just part of it. It's part of the culture. It's, it's yeah. a moving force that it's like, you can't stop. Right. But, like, that's not all I want to listen to on the side. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's like, when, that's when, Corey, when Corey kept talking about it, I'm like, all right, I can't, we get it. You like trap music. Right. So, he came up to me. He's like, oh, have you heard of OG Mako? Yo. I was, like, nah. I was like, nah, I haven't. So, he plays Bitch, You Guessed It for me. Yes. I'm like, what is going on? Bro, I have a great OG Mako story. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like what, what is going on? Is this man serious? So, Plays it for me, it's like, ah, I don't know. Don't really like it. Yeah. So I still like go back to the songs. The song was fire. Like it's yeah, it's, it was. It's it's, it's classic. It's vicious. It's it's uh attract it's an attracting song. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, let's see what else this dude's talking about. So I think I go through was like live live life EP. I was yeah. like, okay, this is interesting. I go through um his his self his self-titled EP that came out I think probably a year after. He showed me a bitch, you guessed it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a lot of songs I like. 
Then I think around 2016, 2017, around um, when like all that, um, all those like police videos of like shootings and yeah, uh, yeah. that stuff started coming out. He released this three track EP. It's called the Breathe EP. Okay. And I was like, all right, let me check this out. What, what could this guy possibly say? This was yeah. 2014. I'm sorry. He released it in 2014. I was like, what, what can this guy possibly say? Popped it in. Press play. Popped it in like it was a CD player. I press play on, <laughs> I press play on Spotify. Yeah. And this man just starts spitting off the first track. Ooh. Like he's like like conception, but then she go bet she go bet she go bet. I was like I was like oh shit. And like of course like I'm, I'm transitioning to like my my hip hop to to yeah, trap yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. like oh oh this guy is spinning. <laughs> he just spit go spit go I was like oh this guy is spinning. <laughs> and I liked it so much because um the way the the EP is set up, the first track is kind of like a an introspective look, like a yeah. very deep thought kind of song. Yeah. The second song is kind of more like hype. It's more like like angry. Yeah. Which I felt like a lot of people in the black community were. And the right. third song was like just just like a full catharsis, this rage letting out. Mm. And I like how we set that up because like it goes to like the three stages of like how we were kind of feeling around that time. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we wanted to talk about it, but no one was listening. So we were, we were getting angrier. Then right. eventually made it to our our um our melting point. Our right. boiling point, and we just like the third track. He's like just pops off as full, yeah, yeah, yeah. How we know him, yeah. so I was like, okay, I really appreciate this guy. I yeah. went back and listened to some of his other e- his um, mixtapes and EPs, and like he's always been talking about that stuff. Like he always had like a underlying message to most of his songs, which I I felt like, damn, OG Mako's got a dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I honestly feel like he was kind of like the template for like a lot of these artists now or yeah. like, like XXX Tentacion or like the juice worlds. Like yeah. a lot of these artists who have that very um, kind of sentimental songs and very um, deep messages in their songs. Yeah. With that, yeah, like, yeah. with that, like kind of strong, you know, <laughs> little controversial <laughs> background and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I think it was my junior year of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, we were, my boys and I, like, friends and I, like, we were super into Bitch You Guessed It. Oh, and uh, such a fire song. It's so good. And so, you know, we're like, I think I had, I can't remember how it came about, but I think like one night we were up studying. Uh, and it was funny cause there was like this random ludicrous concert happening on campus at the time, Luda. but like we couldn't one, I don't think we really wanted to go, but we also couldn't <laughs> go because we were like bogged down with work. And so <laughs> we like, we, we skip out on the concert. We're I feel out like they're, studying. they're, they're giving out free tickets. You're like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do I want to see Ludacris? <laughs> I can I can do without. I can do without. And so my uh my boy Taylor and I were we're hanging out in this study room and I'm like, yo, OG Mako has a show in Greensboro tonight, which is like it was like 30 minutes away from where we went to school. Okay. And so we were like, yo, 
should we go? Tickets were like five bucks or something like that. Bet. That's an instant bet. So we were like, yo, let's do it. We end up at this uh, <laughs> at this club called the Lotus Lounge, which is now like shut down because there were so many shootings that happened there. Jeez. And so many shootings. We have God. no we have no idea what we're stepping into. So we end up in this like dark nightclub lounge situation. <laughs> uh, and when we first get there, like we got there when they said to show up. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just hanging out. We're hanging out at this club. Uh, and like when we first get there, like it's pretty tame. But then like one hour passes, two hours pass. And like what, what, one, what time did it, what time did it start if you remember uh i think it was like 10 or 11 okay so, so you, like that. you got there at a reasonable time right right so mm-hmm. we get there and we're like what we're just like yo one where is he but also just like <laughs> where are we <laughs> right where are we like there were it was starting to get weird like there was a like wall twerking was like starting to become a thing. So like there were just these girls around us like wall twerking and there was like this old like creepy dude who was like uh, holding, he was holding some girl up by her legs and uh, it just, it was starting to get like, all right, yo, what's, what's happening here, bro? Should, should, we, be, should we be concerned? Uh, <laughs> and then finally at like 2 a.m., God, OG Mako comes on stage he has like a huge banner like homemade banner behind him it just says like og mako he bought from staples just something and he he does like one or two songs that like we don't know mm-hmm. and then like finally does bitch you guessed it does like a minute of it and then leaves wait, wait. <laughs> So he just cuts off you get but you guessed it? He just was like, all right, yo. Thanks. Wait, 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 wait. He, he stopped in the middle of the song? No, I think he just did like an amended version of it. Okay. <laughs> but it was like, yo, we've been here for like four hours. He performed for like 10 a, to 15 minutes. If that. <laughs> So, but but he said bye. Like at the end, he's like, "All right, see ya." I don't even know, dude. <laughs> he just leaves. <laughs> I was I was so heated. Wow. I was like, "Yo, we drove one. We missed Ludacris. <laughs> Second, we had assignments we could have been doing. Oh damn! We drove it, all the way out to who knows the safety <laughs> level." Of this of this night lounge, <laughs> just to just to see you, Mister OG. You know, you know, it'd be funny if OG Mac was like, "Oh, I heard Ludacris is performing, so we're gonna go there instead. We're gonna we're gonna dip out and see that." This whole time, this whole time, right, Ludacris right. and OG Macko performing. Yo, the the duo, the duo we didn't know we needed. We didn't know. Hey, they both from the they both from the south. Hey, come on, Southern Comfort. <laughs> who, you, who you got? Who you got? Yo. So let's see. Um, 
I've got a few that I'm just going to rattle off. And All right. if there are some that like, you're like, yo, I don't know about them or I'm mm. into them. Feel free speak up. But, right. <laughs> uh, I know this, this artist isn't like globally underrated, but I feel like in my particular circle in the U S like, I don't mm-hmm. hear his name come up a lot. Uh, and that's bad bunny. Okay. Uh, and yo, Bad Bunny's fire. New album is fire. Is it? Uh, yeah. It's like, it's already on like my favorite albums of the year list. Oh, wow. Like, it's just so many good sounds. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful experience. It was like, I listened to it like right around the time that quarantine first started. And if you're out there listening to this, there's a, global pandemic happening right now and we've been home for a month uh when you said bad bunny <laughs> i was thinking a bad baby <laughs> <laughs> so i was trying to i'll try to be like understanding no 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 no. okay no okay uh, <laughs> i'll try to be like oh Reggaeton artist, Bad Bunny. Okay. (laughs) No, it was Elizabeth and I were supposed to go to this Lil Yachty show. Uh, She got like free tickets from work. Mm -hmm. And I guess the show ended up getting canceled or whatever. But we showed up at the venue and Bad Bobby was supposed to be opening up for Lil Yachty. I was so upset. That's that's the most upsetting night you could have, right? I was like, one, the concert's canceled, but also like we couldn't get, we could have gotten to see Cash Me Outside. <laughs> How like, about that? That yo, uh, uh, but Bad Bunny, two very, okay, yes, two yes, very, yes, two very different, very different artists, <laughs> two very different artists. But uh, there's this track, Yo Pereo Sola, that is like. Mm-hmm. It's the music video is incredible. Uh, Bad Bunny uh, dresses in drag mm. for the for the uh, music video, and uh, I think the meaning of it is like I twerk alone essentially. Oh, and so it's like it's kind of this like solo like I enjoy myself kind of anthem. I don't need no man kind of thing, uh, but. It's it's really dope. He's like, he's really outspoken. The more that I've kind of like learned about him, just learned yeah. about like him speaking up for like trans rights and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Like, he's just seems to seems to be like really just just really dope and outspoken about like things that matter, and yeah. uh, does it in like a in a genre that isn't always known for that, and so. Um, yeah, yo, Bad Bunny's been like a a big one, a big one for me that I've been listening to. And then uh, Chica, what did you just call me? <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Chica, bro. <laughs> you just C-H- call me a Chica to my C- face. C H I K A, Chica. Uh, <laughs> Chica's fire, dog. Chica, uh, who's Chica? Chica's got this. Uh, Chica's got this track called Can't Explain It with uh, mm-hmm. Charlie Wilson. Okay. And, uh, Charlie. And it's samples uh, So Into You by Tamiya. Ooh. 
and is fire. Chica's dope. I randomly found out about Chica like on Instagram or something. I think uh I think they were at like a like a Rock Nation brunch mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh but I was seeing like a bunch of people starting to post about him. I was like, yo, Chica's Chica fire. <laughs> chica making dope tracks. Chica making dope tracks. Uh, okay, my chica, my chica. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, Ryan Ryan Beatty, um, who I had first heard on Tyler's uh, Tyler Creators Grinch uh, mm-hmm. EP that he had put out. Uh, Ryan Beatty is like a, a vocalist, uh, kind of makes like alt pop music. Um, but Ryan Beatty put out an album uh, this year called Dreaming of David. That's okay. really fire. That's another one of like my favorite projects <laughs> of the year. Um, and then like last few are just like Don Tolliver, uh, okay. who's part of a uh, part of Jack Boys. Yeah, that's getting <laughs> a lot of buzz. Yep, Don Tolliver, uh, John Gibbs, who is a uh, I think you, Coco, I think you like John Gibbs a lot. Um, okay. He's like a, he's a uh, LA, LA West Coast hip hop, hip hop dude. He's a, uh, he, I had kind of known him just from like the, weirdly like the Christian hip hop world. Oh. Um, but he was, he was like connected to these like Christian hip hop guys, but was also like, Yo, I smoke weed and say nigga in my raps. So like, <laughs> I can I'm, say nigga in I'm, my raps. I'm out here. You can't. <laughs> but he's like, uh, he is, he's got like an Andre 3000, mm. uh, Kendrick Lamar kind of feel to him. So okay. um, he's got some really, really dope stuff. He's really like the only one from that world that I still listen to. Uh, mm. And then, Ravina. Ravina's Ravina. dope. So dope. Her uh, dope. her NPR tiny desk is crazy. Uh, and then... She, I, she, go ahead. Oh, she, I, I'm pretty sure she was on um, Boss's NPR too. Ooh, okay. She, she did some background vocals on that. Okay. And her, and her own NPR. Is, oh my gosh. Sick. It's like, it's like floating on a cloud. So good, man. A lot of those tiny desks give you that feeling just of yeah, pure bliss. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And last one I'm going to mention is uh, Brass Tracks. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Brass Tracks is fire. They, they did a lot of um, production with Chance, right? Yeah, I think they produced, uh, I think they produced No Problems. Mm, yeah. Uh, but they have this crazy... Uh, it was like an EP that they put out a few years back. Um, let me see if I can find it. It was called Good Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put it out in 2016. And the first two songs on that joint are <sighs> just incredible. Like the horns are crazy. It's uplifting. Oh, but Masi- uh, Masego, Masigo Masego. Is, is, on, uh, is on that EP. Uh, Lido, Lido, whatever, whatever he goes by. He's on there as well. He's really dope. Um, Jay Prince. There's some, there's some, uh, there's some dope, some dope, dope people they work with. Yeah. 
lot, a lot of people that just have like just a full sound, like they don't right. like, try to stick to like just one niche. Right. They like right. they ex- they just have such a a broad range of like yeah. vocals yeah. and 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 just audio. It's, it's just amazing. Incredible. Incredible. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. Brass tracks. They um. There's this there's this YouTube series I watch called um Rhythm Roulette. Yeah. And they they were on there. And they go to a random store, pick out three different records and try to make a new track out of it. So they went there, picked out their three records, um, got back to the crib and just made an amazing track. Ooh. So I gotta, good. I got to check that. Definitely that's, worth the watch. That's so fire. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Who else you got on, uh, who else you got on your list? Funny enough, I got Bad Bobby on my list. Yo, stop Yo, yes. Podcast episode one, season one, it's over. <laughs> it's actually, the finale. <laughs> season series finale. Um, I w- as you were like listing people off, got me thinking about more artists. Mm. So I'm gonna give you this producer singer duo called Tuxedo. Okay. Um, so we have Jake One, producer, and Mayor Mayor Hawthorne, singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just some really dope, like, 70s, 80s inspired tracks that Ooh. just sound so, so good. Ooh. It's just straight up funk. Yeah. Like, just no apologies, unapologetic, just yeah. funk right to right through your headphones. Come on, man. And they, and they work with a lot of dope artists. I think on their newest um, album called Tuxedo 3, they have Anderson Park on it. They have Ooh. MF Doom on it. They have just a bunch of different like artists you wouldn't think Damn, would go together. That's crazy. Super, super dope. Definitely worth the listen. Yeah. Mayor Hawthorne has a beautiful voice. Jake One on the production sounds super dope. One of my favorite producers of all time. So when I found out about them, I was like, yeah, yeah. These guys, these guys yeah. are sick. Sick with it. Um, I also had I also had Common. Um, yes. Common's well known. But I feel like also underrated. Also underrated. Forgotten. When it, forgotten. When it comes to like top MCs, he doesn't get a lot of praise. He doesn't get yeah. it mentioned too often. What's like all we I feel like there's so many people nowadays that are just mm-hmm. like, I know him from the AI commercial. Yeah. <laughs> just just like, oh, what's it in that movie with Queen Latifah? Like, doesn't, like he sing it, doesn't he sing at the award shows? <laughs> Which, like, I, I was funnily enough watching uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, Mark Twain Award special mm. on Netflix yesterday, and Common performs. Uh, <laughs> Common performs at it. It was cool because Erica Badu was there too. Oh, snap. And like, as soon as uh, Common got out there to perform, like, she stood up, which was like a cool moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I just feel like Common has a lot of he has like arguably like two or three classics under his belt. Like oh. like Water with Chocolate. Facts. Um, B. Um and I think his latest album, Let Love, is a great project. Dolls mm-hmm. into like deep issues that he himself has been going through for a couple of years. Um he has a book that kind of dives deeper into that, which I really love. Um Common's like I feel like it's a dope MC that put definitely some, deserves. Put some respect on Common's put name. Put some respect y'all. on Common's name. One of my favorite uh, Midwest artists. Probably, nah, I was going to say. I, say it, bro. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorite rappers. 
I want to say artist. My favorite Midwest artist is is Kanye, but one of my favorite Midwest rappers, Common. Common Come definitely on. up there. Um, who else did I have? Um, I'm gonna throw in. Then was that a, who I have? Who did I say? I said OG Mako. Said so OG Mako, Common, Blue, in Exile, and Tuxedo. And, uh, tuxedo. I think that might be that might be it. That's that might be it. Sheesh. I don't think I have too many other artists that I feel like are underrated. Most of them I feel like are getting their their due praise. Yeah. Or just are on the come up. That's the hard part, like seeing like who's on the come up or who's just underrated. Right. Because right. Or is that is that synonymous? Uh Cause like I got, it's hard I got to, my, cause it's you can have a friend, say, bro. Mm-hmm. It's hard to you, say. You can have a friend that's been rapping for like twelve years, right? <laughs> that's right. Like underrated. That just means right. like, <laughs> it's been, been rapping for twelve years, right? Right. <laughs> so it's like it's hard to it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, I tried to. I think I've. I feel like I tried to look at like uh, artists that have some kind of have some kind of established audience yeah but also aren't necessarily in like the like the mainstream in the sense of like as soon as you hear their name you know what's up like mm-hmm. feel like drake uh who else taylor swift lady Gaga. like there's all these artists that like just by just by uttering yeah. their name like you already have like yeah 15 songs pop in your head cultural mm-hmm. moments uh times that you saw them live or on tv or whatever it may mm-hmm. be uh whereas like for me the underrated artists that i have maybe people that like i just randomly came across on like instagram or apple music and you know they may have some sort of audience already but like yeah. aren't necessarily at that like mainstream mm-hmm. level yet um i was i was also thinking about artists like signed under labels or artists artists signed under other artists how yeah. they might they may seem like they're in a good position but they're not because mm. if you mention like someone like Majid jordan yeah, like, yeah oh yeah. yeah he signed to ovo but like he's still not like <laughs> getting like enough like like division too they just dropped an album yeah yeah I just and saw that they're signing the OVO and like that name I ring bells because like he's they're featured on a couple of Drake tracks right right but they themselves aren't having as much yeah praise yeah. as they should have I mean those those are always like the artists for me that uh I feel like I I tended to build like deeper personal connections with mm-hmm. Uh, like the example I'll use is like Mr. Hudson. Mm-hmm. So like when, when Kanye was dropping 808s and had Mr. Hudson on a few songs, uh, I was just like, yo, I just love, I love dude's voice. And like, yeah. and Jay-Z had him on, uh, had him on Young Forever. Yeah. And, uh, I ended up just like randomly going on, uh, going digging for like, yo, is there any more, does he have any more stuff out there? And came across like, uh, this, uh, straight no chaser album that he had. And 
there were like there were like some Kanye features on there, mm. like a like a Kid Cudi feature, mm. uh, songs that like uh, Frank Ocean went and then covered mm. on Nostalgia Ultra, and it was like, yo, this this dude is this dude's got some guy one just has talent, but also just has like some really dope songs, but isn't gonna get like isn't gonna get that same kind of love. Yeah, that, uh, you know, some of like like a Kanye is getting, mm-hmm. or like a Kid Cudi eventually like went on to get, and so mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's always interesting. Like I pay, I feel like I pay, I try to pay close attention to yeah, like those features and who some of like the really big artists uh, pinpoint as like yeah. as artists that they admire. Like when Drake had a uh, Georgia Smith. Mm-hmm. on more life like mm-hmm. going and checking out georgia smith and being like oh she's she's got hits or like she, she deserves a place to yeah 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 daniel Caesar with uh with her and i feel like mm-hmm. they were both kind of rising at like the same time yeah i didn't really know much about her and now like you know i'm seeing her all over the place yeah award shows and mm-hmm you know, has, has like these dope songs and collaborations. Radio hits on radio hits. Right, right, right. You know know who someone I feel like, I want to say underrated, but just, I think it's like someone that we're waiting for. Yeah. Isaiah Rashad. Yes. I feel like he's, yes, he's, he's putting himself, like he's purposely putting himself He's. I hope he doesn't become a Jay Electronica. I hope he just. Oh my god, dude! Take that route. No, I remember hearing Isaiah Rashad on a BT Hip Hop Awards cipher for like the yes. first time, and just being like, "Yo, this, this man is, spitting. Is this this man is spitting? This man is spitting." <laughs> <laughs> then it was just like there were a few you know, a few songs that trickled out that I was like, all right, this is cool. But it was never like, there haven't yet been any moments that have like clinched me as like mm-hmm. a Isaiah Rashad, uh, you know, like super, super fan. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like, I admire dude. And I'm like, yeah. yo, I, I really want, I want to see you succeed. I want to see you succeed. I feel like you're really good at yeah. (laughs) I I I remember um, my sister before I before I started driving, she would like just pick me up, drop me off places, pick me up from work, drop me off at work. And when Isaiah Rashad came out, he had that Sylvia demo, Mm. and she had the burnt CD, of course. Yes, yes. Slipped it into a car, and it's like, oh, have you heard of Isaiah Rashad? I was like, nah. Yeah. She starts playing songs. SZA was on that. SZA was on that project. Yo, too. I was about to. I was about to say about SZA. Like SZA. I remember hearing like her, one of SZA's early TDE projects, mm-hmm. and uh, she had like Chance on that on that joint. Uh, she like covered a XXYYXX song, mm. and uh, it was. I was like, yo, and yeah, she's hot. And then she she's like she, she popped off, bro. Popped off. She's you know like what? You know what? I, I also icon. love that era of like 2015, yeah, 2014, 2013, <laughs> when like artists like Isaiah Rashad, Chance, um, 
um, SZA, probably like Earl. And, I'm going to throw Earl and Tyler in there, even though they had mm-hmm. their shine before that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these, James Blake, I'm going to throw them in there too. Yes. A lot yes. of these people in that, um, in that same area, they're like all working together. Yeah. Try to get that buzz. Like, yeah. you, you can find like, like little, little singles. Like, that's, yes. that's how I got onto James Blake, because like Chance Rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life Round Here remix. Yeah. Like, oh, this, this dude's dope. Yeah. It is so cool because they're all just like working together. So yeah. if you like search up, like, if you, honestly, if you search up any combination of um, any, any combination artists, of those artists, yeah. right, right. <laughs> You'll find a single. Yeah. I remember there was a, there was a James Blake uh, track that I had heard early on called uh, A Case of You, which is like, it's such a beautiful song, but it's, uh, it's been fun to see how like his sound has evolved. Oh, it's forever changing. Like it's, it's, I love following the stuff that he does on Instagram. Cause I feel like he's just like constantly like innovating and like mm-hmm. just trying stuff out. And he seems to be like, he's the kind of guy I'm just like, I, I'd, I'd like to be friends with you. you I'd like to be friends with you. <laughs> you seem I, like a really dope person. I remember that sound like, there's like a rumor that it's the weirdest rumor ever, but like Chance and James Blake were going to live together. <laughs> Such a weird rumor. Well, I don't know why that, but that filled me with so much excitement because like, oh man, it's going to be amazing. But you're going to create some, I feel like I vaguely remember that. Such a weird rumor. <laughs> weird rumor. thing to like get excited about. Like, Honestly, I got oh, Alex and Koku, they're going <laughs> to... They're going to yeah. go to lunch and get <laughs> Jenny's after. <laughs> it's a blog post. And people are like, oh, yeah, they can't wait for that. But I feel like that's how, uh, not to get too off topic, but I feel like that's how the buzz around Kanye is and, like, complex mm-hmm. and, like, hypebeast and stuff is, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he can do the smallest thing. It's, like... Kanye put on his left sock first before. The did. <laughs> it's like thirty they photos. Have, they have a full like think piece around it. Yeah. Then it, there's like a, a a complex ten minute video of like why right. left socks are. Right. <laughs> it's like how Kanye influenced the <laughs> socks in the millennial generation. Exactly. Exact. Oh man, it's it's weird. It's a weird. <laughs> it's a weird fascination we have. Con- like the simplest things. I, oh, it's 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 nuts. I hope at some point during this season, we talk about just like the the fascination around celebrity and just oh yeah, like, especially like within the music context. Just like mm-hmm. there's such a weird like fascination with things, and I think like music brings it out further just because it's such a personal thing for people. But yeah. uh it definitely gets like pretty weird. <laughs> it gets weird. It gets weird. Um, I'm trying to think that I like how invested I was in things like that. Like, did I follow those trends? Did I, did I like try to like imitate or copy someone like that? And I think the only thing I did was um, like, you know how when Uzi, I guess like Isaiah Rashad to Uzi and stuff like that. Like back in the day, I had um the high top kind of dread. I was like starting the high top dreads. Yes, yes. So I had like I had the high top fade of like little twist in my hair, just looking like <laughs> someone you don't want to cross paths with. 
<laughs> I, know, I, I did never like seen. when when the first like uh the like kanye like uh like long t thing was kind of happening okay. like i definitely was i definitely jumped on that wave yeah uh like and part of it was just because like i feel like kanye was probably like a catalyst for my fashion starting to evolve mm-hmm. just because like early on in college i didn't really have like a a sense of like what to wear yeah and all that i was you know still trying to still trying to figure it out and so then to see like Oh, there's like a simple way where you can yeah. be comfortable and like also look cool while you're doing yeah. it. And I feel like there was a lot of like a lot of fashion kind of started to go in that direction and people started to like, you know, build off of that in different ways. And so uh yeah, it's it was it was like interesting just to kind of follow um, you know, to be able to like see an artist wearing something and then like it would become widely available at like yeah h&m or forever 21 yeah or and then because like that's all you can afford at the time you're gonna copy <laughs> like, everybody then is like dressing mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's really cool that that it does happen like you could see some some artists or something like you you find interesting mm-hmm. and then you try to go out and find it and you are able to yeah. definitely it makes it accessible to, I mean, like you, you do want to kind of be like these artists. You want to, sure, I don't sure. know if you want to like strictly be them or just, you want that same confidence. You want that same, yeah. that, that cool yeah. level. Yeah. I remember um, that LSD video of ASAP Rocky. Once it switches over to the excuse me part. Yeah. He has, he has like this red, striped shirt just yeah. a simple red striped shirt and i searched for like three weeks for that shirt <laughs> it's going to different malls different stores different things but that was so cool yeah and i like how like he was like moving in that part of the video so yeah it was just something that uh yeah shit i mean like yo we uh there's 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 no denying that like these are they become like our definitions of what cool is mm-hmm. and so like you know we uh we try to you know as much as we can like replicate it or bring it to life in our own way mm-hmm. like we want to we want to do that so yeah, yeah well bro yes sir this is episode episode one. Episode one <laughs> in in the in the bag. Oh man! Well, for uh, for anyone listening, um, we're kind of just flying by the seat <laughs> of our pants with this. So uh, just it. Feel free for any other any other updates. Oh uh, yeah! Any other updates about the podcast? Oh yes! Like subscribe. Yeah. Um, rate us if you can yeah get 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 those five stars out there five stars that's, that's what we want to see nothing 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 except five stars okay. should, should we do an incentive <laughs> uh if we get if we get if we get 10 five stars should we should we drop a freestyle yo 10 five stars shoot let's yeah let's drop a freestyle drop a freestyle we'll, we'll drop one coco will do the beat i'll do the beat we'll, We'll both we'll both bring our best bars, on um, like live, 
live. We're going to start the we're going to start the podcast with just a freestyle, <laughs> dropping dropping bombs, just dropping bombs. Oh man! But yo, feel free. Uh, I'm Alex. You can follow me at Lewis Alex Ten. I'll post uh, I'll post stuff about the podcast there. Koku, what's your uh, what's your gram? Um, I'm Koku, but on my Instagram is Kenny Samoa, K E N I. Then Samoa like the cookie, Ooh. and I I'll, I'll be talking about podcast stuff. I'll, I'll be also posting music. Uh, Yo, and my boys just got the the funniest, ah, stop just it. the funniest stop stories. It. So stop it. Follow along. <laughs> yes, but this is uh this is Alex and Koku. Yes, yes. First episode. First episode. Thanks for listening, y'all.